Just when it seemed cigarette smoking was a thing of the past, a new and disturbing trend among young people. Juulet, the most popular brand of e-cigarettes, sleek and loaded with nicotine. This is the Jewel Not Cool podcast. My name is Drew Bias. And my name is Asher Miller. And today we're going to be discussing the vape and e-cigarette use among teens and adolescents in the United States. So a recent study done by the CDC um, revealed some crazy statistics about the prevalence of vaping among high school students in the U.S. The prevalence increased dramatically from 2011 to 2018, with an exponential increase between 2017 and 2018. So just under a decade ago, in 2011, only 1.5% of high school students used e-cigarettes, but in 2018, a whopping 20.8% used them. And so from 2017 to 2018, usage increased by an alarming statistic of 78%. This became like more and more popular and everyone just like huddle around in the bathrooms. Just everyone had it all at once. The clip that you just heard there is from the Today Show, a special they did about drooling in America among the adolescent population. The 18-year-old um, is a college freshman and she discussed her experience with drooling in high school. I remember um, back in between in between classes in high school when you would walk into the bathroom that you could smell this like fruity aroma um, oh, yeah. coming from coming from the stalls. Do you remember that too? Yeah, I remember the first time I ever smelled it in middle school. I was really confused, but as I went on through high school, it just became a new normal for me, just to smell that. Definitely, and even now in college, it seems like everybody. Or not everybody. It seems like a lot of people do it discreetly and try to hide it and stuff. Yeah, I remember my second day of college coming in. Somebody asked me to pass the jewel. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? For definitions-wise, e-cigarettes are simply electronic devices that heat a liquid and produce a small mix of particles or vapor in the air. And then along those same lines, Juul is a brand of e-cigarettes that has a battery-powered device that heats nicotine-containing liquid to produce an aerosol that is inhaled. A single jewel pod contains as much nicotine as a pack of 20 regular cigarettes. That's crazy. That's 20 an... cigarettes in one pod. Can you imagine? That's wild. And then these devices do not contain tobacco, but they contain nicotine, um, an equally harmful substance and a highly addictive material. We're going to have three main points today that we talk about on the podcast. The first being that there are many known dangers to using these products. The second the long-term health risks associated are unknown at this time. And the third is that vaping is not a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. Dr. Mark Rubenstein at the University of California, San Francisco had so many patients asking him if e-cigarettes were safe, he decided to study kids who said they used e-cigarettes, including Juul. What did you learn? What are the highlights from the study? We found a lot of the same chemicals in the urine of these teenagers that we see in cigarettes. Much lower levels than traditional cigarettes, but higher than what we expect to find from just environmental exposures. Are any of these toxic? The five main chemicals that we found are either shown to be cancer-causing or thought to be cancer-causing, either in humans or animals. So the doctor from the video is Dr. Mark Rubenstein, who practices at UCAL San Francisco and the five harmful chemicals that he found in the urine are benzene, ethylene oxide, acrylonitrile, acrolein, and acrylamide. 
um, which are toxic in small amounts. And so additional harmful substances found in e-cigarettes found by many other researchers include cancer-causing chemicals like carcinogens, diacetol, which is actually chemically linked to serious lung diseases, and heavy metals such as nickel, tin, and lead. The American Lung Association has reported that the chemical diacetol can lead to lung diseases such as bronchiolitis, uh, obliterans, obliterans, there you go, also known as popcorn lung. Even though this chemical narrows the airways and causes shortness of breath, the FDA still allows it to be present in vape juices. It is important for teens and adolescents to be aware of this harmful substance before they, de- before they decide to participate in vaping. I wonder how many teens know about diacetyl before they start vaping. I'm going to guess very few. Hmm. According to the American Cancer Society, the vapor from e-cigarettes could contain cancer-causing compounds such as formaldehyde and flavoring chemicals. So even after all of these other compounds, one of the more common um, materials found in many e-cigarette devices in the pods is nicotine. That is a highly addictive substance that can harm brain development in adolescents and teens. It does this by adversely affecting the neurosystem and the pulmonary system and can weaken the immune system, causing greater risk for bacterial infections and diseases in the lungs. One of, one of the um, really kind of weird catchphrases that you would hear nowadays that you probably wouldn't hear 20, 30 years ago is, hey man, you got any nicotine on you? Or hey, can you can you pass your nicotine? Yeah, and I mean, it's crazy like how much we use the word nicotine and just throw around the term vaping and e-cigarettes, but how little we still know about the long-term effects of it. Absolutely. You hear people talk about it all the time like they're experts in it, but really... <laughs> People, we just we just don't know about the, the long-term so health unknown. effects. Do we know what the long-term effects of using these e-cigarettes is? We don't. So even the fact that these were lower levels is still concerning. We don't know that these kids will continue to use for many years, but should they, we expect to see some of these same negative outcomes that we see with cigarettes. So I think after hearing that clip, one of the things that concerns me is the fact that we still have no idea what the outcomes are going to be, and especially when a doctor says that the outcome could be similar to people that smoke in the long term, I feel like from a young age we, we've been told not to smoke because of the long-term effects. Wouldn't you agree? I would definitely agree, yeah. I mean, I remember even from when I was six, seven years old, my parents say, you know, never, never touch that cigarette, never go near it, you know, know. as kind of a joking way, but... It, they're very serious in that regard that the the health effects are, are terrible and the fact now that we know that the health effects long-term health effects can be similar to regular cigarettes and that people still continue to use um, vape and e-cigarettes is just I don't know blows my mind I know I feel like if the people that smoke their whole lives could tell the younger generation you know to yeah. not get into that habit from an early age I feel like definitely it just changed the game. Is it safe? Do you know what the long-term effects of juuling are? I can't talk about safety of the product from a regulatory perspective. I'm asking you whether you know that the long-term effects of the use of Juul products is safe. Juul's been on the market since 2015. We have data from the time the product was on the market to now, and we will collect data over time. Isn't it irresponsible to put a product out there for adults or anybody else to purchase if you don't know the long-term effects? 
Again, I think the context is critically important. All I'm asking you is whether you have a product that you can tell me 30 years from now isn't going to be killing people from something else. There's growing scientific consensus that there is significantly less toxicants from e-cigarettes than from cigarettes. While the scientists we talked to agree, e-cigarettes appear to be far less harmful than regular cigarettes in the short run, it's unclear what the long-term effects are. Yeah, that was that was kind of alarming there. That was kind of crazy, don't yeah, you think? I completely agree. I mean, the fact that the that the Jules spokesperson couldn't couldn't admit to Cynthia McFadden, the Today Show host, that what the what the long term effects were that was just kind of alarming there. I, I know it kind of makes you think, um, just what the long term effects might be. I mean, I know that they're researching it, and scientists are actively working on this. It's not like it's a um, a topic that's on the back burner right now in 2020 especially you know um, just because they're actively researching it and trying to get more info on it but it kind of makes you think like what if our grandparents had heard this same information about smoking like exactly yeah definitely I mean if they had known what the dangers of regular cigarette use were back in back in the day when they were when they were our age I wonder if that had been if that would be different now for us with the with the e-cigarette market right especially because the products are so similar um i don't know it just feels like we're redoing the same thing twice here exactly seems like they just kind of reinvented the wheel and but made it more sleek and tech savvy you know because now with the, the sleek design allows for students to really kind of hide it in class um we'll hear later on um from the 18-year-old student again from the Today Show interview about how um, her and some of her classmates were able to, you know, hide their hide their jewel in plain sight of their teachers and, and jewel in class in their sleeves or in their backpacks or even books sometimes. Yeah, it's just kind of like the long-term effects don't outweigh the the immediate reward, you know? Of exactly. There is no dispute that nicotine is addictive. None. No, there's no dispute. We're not disputing that. And that in itself is a concern to many public health experts who worry that kids who experiment may not be able to stop once addicted to the nicotine. Aside from Jules' claim that they are a safer alternative to smoking, another one of their claims is that their e-cigarette product can help break away people's addiction from conventional cigarettes, meaning that their purpose was to get the cigarette smokers onto jeweling due to the less harmful effects that they are claiming. With that purpose well intended, um, the opposite effect sort of happened because people our age and even younger into middle school and high school took that as an opportunity to not get addicted, but that ended up being the case. Right, so we had never had the opportunity to really buy cigarettes and smoke, but from a pretty young age, I'd say, middle school, high school, um, we had the chances to just obtain jewel, um, jewels and e-cigarettes. So it's kind of just a reversal of roles um, of nicotine supplying, really. Definitely. So I've heard in several places that nicotine, um, through the use of jewel pods, is kind of a new gateway drug. I mean, from personal experience, I feel like you can say the same, but I know a friend that started off vaping in high school, and then slowly as he progressed and got older and older, he switched to cigarettes and the transition was almost seamless um it didn't really make a difference and so i think that is one of the negative harmful side effects of vaping just on a social level is that it's a 
gateway drug and eases people into much harsher substances um, that can affect them in the long run. Similar to you, I also had a friend um, in high school that he started out with juuling and that eventually led him to um, dipping and chewing tobacco, which isn't exactly the same as smoking and inhaling, but it was the point of reaching a new a new high or just that nicotine addiction that couldn't keep him off and he wanted to try something new. Yeah, it's the principle from a young age, really, of just like the effects that you feel from jewels and Definitely. e-cigarettes for all these, especially the adolescents and youth. Mm-hmm. For sure. When you're young, you know, you're, you're experimenting new things, you're trying, you're growing, and you're learning about yourself and how your body works. And so I feel like at that young age, you're kind of weak to your own mind and yeah. that you'll give in to these pleasures that, in this case, jewel or cigarettes or chewing tobacco will bring you. Right, that just have so much unknown exactly. long-term effects. Yep. Um, just can't stress that enough. To wrap up the podcast today, our three main points that we covered are about one, how there are many known dangers to using these products. Two, that the long-term health risks associated are unknown at this time. And three, is that vaping is, is not a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And so currently, there's been a lot of work and efforts put into the regulation of nicotine and e-cigarettes and jewel pods um, for people of all ages. Um, but now, some of the main things are you must be 21 years old to purchase tobacco products, and they have started to remove flavors from the e-cigarettes that just make the product so appealing to many of the youth um, in the country today. Another thing that they have done is the American Lung Association has already filed a lawsuit um, against Juul and other e-cigarette products to remove diacetyl, um, which, if you remember f- from which, if you remember from before, can cause popcorn lung. Um, going off of that, yeah, like last year, I'm pretty sure it was maybe two years ago, we had the very first ever double lung transplant, and that um, that girl actually did use e-cigarette products, which. I'm pretty sure she also did have popcorn lung, which had which led to that need for a double lung transplant, mm. um, which just goes to show you that we still do not know the long term long term effects of these products. I mean, we keep going back to it, but it's the main point, guys. You just don't know with this thing. <laughs> exactly. Our policy ideas and or solutions are: first off, we think that there needs to be an increased government funding towards tobacco issues through the FDA. Each year, the FDA gets 5.9 billion. And 11% of that goes towards tobacco-related issues, while around 33% goes towards human drug use, and 18.5% goes towards food. Um, A lot of the other issues aren't as important, which is why we believe that that 11% needs to be increased, given the FDA more funding to look at the tobacco issues. Um, Our second proposed solution is to regulate and tax e-cigarettes in the same way that other tobacco products are used. So basically putting the tobacco tax on e-cigarettes as well, which it is not currently done. Um, Third point, this is just kind of general for all sorts of terrible issues, but implementation of better and more advanced research into the use of e-cigarettes and how they affect adolescents and bodies in general. We believe that there also needs to be better education in middle and high schools through health classes, more so that 
we recommend that the teachers discuss the effects and usage of tobacco, marijuana, and other drugs. Um, but specifically because kids aren't running around using marijuana at as at a higher rate. Yeah, I think one of the main things is that if we can um, expose um, children to the harmful nature of vaping and e-cigarettes at a younger age, then they can find many more outlets that are more beneficial to their well-being other than vaping and e-cigarettes. Fifth and final policy implementation idea is that there needs to be a crackdown on the black market production and sale of e-cigarette products because the purchasing age of tobacco was recently moved to eight, from 18 to 21. St middle school and high school age students are getting around that by going through black market ways which have no regulations, no labels. They really don't know what at all are in the products that they're taking into their body. And the people that are making these through the black market really don't care about the health and well-being of the consumer. They just want the money. So do you think it's bad for you? Yeah, I know it's bad for you. And that doesn't stop you? No, it doesn't stop me. A lot of things are bad for you that you still do. And that has a lot of parents very concerned. So just like the 18-year-old just said in the clip, so many teens know about the harmful effects of vaping, but they just care to ignore it just for the short-term pleasure. In the end, it all comes down to a personal decision, but in public health, we can do our best to inform everyone about all of the effects so that they can make the decision on their own. So long and the short, kids, don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked in. That's all today from Drew and Asher from Jewel Not, Not Cool. Not Cool.